Hello world, I'm Christy. And I'm Sabrina. And this is Nerd Friday. It's okay to stay in. It is okay to stay in with a bunch of nerds like us. Right, and we're pretty excited because this is the inaugural episode of the Nerd Friday podcast. Um, Brought to you live in San Francisco. Yes, live in San Francisco. Although I guess it's not really live. By the time you hear this, we won't be live. Although it would be kind of cool if we could be live, but um, that's based on the technical difficulties we've had this evening. Live's not happening. Hey, you guys know podcasting is not that easy, especially when you're beginners like us. Yeah, we have really sweet mics, but we just don't know what we're doing. So, um, So, uh, Sabrina, tell us about you. So, um, why are you a nerd? I'm why wow, wow that that is a loaded question, Christy. I think you could just look at me and know. Uh, although actually, that's not true because I feel like if I said just look at me and know, you would be like, oh, she must be like glasses and everything. But I actually didn't wear glasses until just a couple of years ago. I grew up my entire life without them. Um, but I'm um, back to the real question. I'm a nerd because I grew up with computers my entire life. Like I programmed my first computer at age four. Um, wow. I programmed it to say happy birthday, Sabrina in like different colors over and over and over in basic, basic. That was my, that was my first at computer four. at four. I was wow. smart. And then, um, then everybody else caught up and I was just normal again. Right. But, but right. I was a really smart kid as my mom likes to rub in because apparently I'm not smart now. <laughs> <laughs> or everyone else is just as smart. Everyone else is just as smart. That's like, that's how I like to think. It's just everyone else caught up. Um, I just, I'm a, I like to lead, but yeah. How about, how about you, Christy? What makes you a nerd? Well, um, I've been playing video games for as long as I can remember. Um, I was the only person in my family that could program the VCR, the cable. Um, and, uh, I knew how to reset my, my Nintendo entertainment system. That, so. That's a bonus. Yeah. That's a bonus. Yeah. If you just blow in those cartridges, sometimes that doesn't work. So you really gotta, if I wanted to move it to another TV, you know? I knew what the red and white and yellow plugs meant. Nice. When nice. I was, I don't know, five. Whoa, I'm impressed. Six. I'm impressed. So you, were you like the bad. AV team? At, uh, yep. I, I in high school, I actually held. I was on one of those teams where you build robots. Wait, and then, t- shut up! Really? Yeah, I was on the robot building team. And I've known Christy for like six years, and I had no idea that she built robots. Oh yeah. Tell me a little bit more. Well, we met every week to build these robots it's kind of i don't i don't even remember what it was called it was high school but um we went to florida to compete in a robot competition so were these like the robots that would be like in a battle cage yes like no shut you were like a robot wars yes ours like battle bots you were a battle bot yes it's amazing ours um flung balls uh, at really high speeds (laughs) at other robots i'm um i'm an adult lady balls (laughs) made me giggle (laughs) okay so that that would win i could see why yeah yeah. Was so, this designed by all the other guys? They're like, we're going to fling our balls. Yeah, there was only like two of us in the robot building club. And so, you know, we were the odd girls out. But the nerds, obviously, on campus. But pretty cool when we got into our classroom. Right, right. BattleBots, that's rad. Yeah, it was fun. It was rad. Um, and Christy's being a little bit modest here. But Christy also um, has oh. some big nerd credentials behind right. her. Well, she's the... As the former editor of... Geek Sugar, or as it's known now, Pop Sugar Tech. Pop Sugar Tech. Um, Geek Sugar R.I.P. Right. <laughs> I'm pouring one out. I'm pouring some of my mold wine out. Mold wine for Geek Sugar. That's right. We are drinking mold wine this evening, and we'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You'll you'll it's be in delicious. a big surprise. Um, but yeah, Pop Sugar uh, Tech or Geek Sugar, as it was when I worked there, uh, is really a fantastic little site. It, it is. Not only I I like to describe it as where tech and pop culture collide. I think it's a really perfect way to say yeah, it. Because yeah, because not only do they talk about gadgets and and you know technology, but they also know exactly what's on TV. Yeah, and which who the hot superstar is right now is very important. Very important, at least in my opinion, because right now I think. Um, well, that's because you you still work at Pop Sugar. I do. I but do you're in a little work. bit more nerdy of a position. Yeah, I right now I am um, am a product manager in the Pop Sugar product development team. Well, you work with all the nerdy engineers. I work so. with all the nerdy engineers. I do, um, and it is a it's a really awesome little team, actually. A shout little out, shout out to the homies. Shout team. out, we're <laughs> from Pop Sugar boys and girls. Um, yeah, and it's a great team. Um, if you are a developer, here we go. This this program is brought to you by Pop Sugar. <laughs> no, like, no, there's a bounty out. I will totally. If you are a developer and you want to come work for us, um, maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll slide you some of that bounty money check if it works the, out. Check out the blog. Hit up the contact form. Yeah, say say Sab sent you. Yeah. All right. Anyways, all right. <laughs> so hey, um, 
we were talking a little bit about um, about where pop culture and nerd culture collide, and I think that's what you're going to be hearing a lot of here at Nerd Friday. That's exactly right. Um, nerd Friday, as we like to say, it's okay to stay in, um, and right now it's like such a prime prime time, if you will, pun totally intended there, <laughs> um, because right now there's like a lot of geek television, and we're going to cover a lot of that later. Um, but first, we thought we'd talk through the links we like. Yeah. Um, so exactly where, you know, pop culture and geek or nerd culture collide. Um, so first, uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about video games. So I don't know if you've heard of this little game called Bioshock Infinite. Bioshock? Well, yeah. Tell me more, Christy. Bioshock Infinite. Bioshock. You know, I don't, I don't, I, I reviewed games for a really long time. Uh, over five years on Geek Sugar, and this is the only game that I've seen that has gotten a perfect score on most video game review sites. Have yeah. you played it yet? I have not. I have not. But uh, but my husband. That's right. Sorry, sorry, gents. Sorry, guys. I'm off the market. <laughs> um, he actually he's playing it right now. Actually, in the other room. Hey, as you know what? Talk. That's a coincidence because so is mine. <laughs> yeah, at a different house. <laughs> oh my gosh, they should be friends. I they know. really should be friends. Um, I asked him how how it was so far, um, and it was what was it? Pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty, pretty good. good. So there you have it. Bioshock Infinite. Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> But, uh, Maybe we should do some um, two-word reviews in the future. Yeah. <laughs> One Not <sentence> bad. <laughs> Not great. Not, Not bad. bad. Pretty good. Pretty good. So yeah, Bioshock Infinite. If you are playing it, let us know what you think. Tweet us at Nerd Friday Show. Yeah. And uh, let us know what you are thinking of Bioshock Infinite. Hashtag Nerd Friday. Hashtag Nerd Friday. That's right. Um, but speaking of video games, there's a there's this little thing called GDC going on. Oh. You know, like. Or, just finishing up, just wrapping up or whatever. Um, I don't know. It's like game developer conference. I, I think I've heard of it. I think you've heard of it. Yeah. yeah. There's some really cool things going on right now out of that. Um, I saw some really awesome um, footage of the new Acti like Activision um, visual effects for yeah. the new games. I, I did not check that out. It is amazing. It looks like, well, I mean, it's not perfect. The, the skin tone, the features and everything looks totally realistic except for when the guy talks. The mouth, I don't know what it is about um, CGI, but it's so hard to get the mouth movements right, it seems. Yeah, well, I think, did you, have you ever seen the, um, there's like a, I can't remember what it was called, it was on Science Channel or one of those other channels I was flipping through one night, and it was actually voiced over by John Krasinski of The Office, and it's uh, a bunch of these different science experiments, like psychology experiments about mouth movements, and one of them is like where they're saying, buh and puh. But they make the audio recording where they're saying "buh," mm -hmm. but the girl's mouth mouthing the word "puh," and your brain gets all confused and like can't understand exactly what it's saying, even though the word is "buh" because her mouth is saying "puh." Your brain is hearing right. "puh," and so I'm kind of wondering if um, I know it sounds like I'm going down a rabbit hole here, but I'm kind <laughs> of wondering if that has anything to do with um, with the way like CGI mouths are, especially like when there's audio tracks combined mm -hmm. with them, it's not as you know, it's not quite perfect, and right. so maybe your brain is trying to hear something that a little bit different. It. That could be it. All right, that's my psychology yeah. answer for you. <laughs> it used to be eyeballs, now it's mouths. Yeah, so I think we've gotten the eyeballs. You know, pretty, pretty good. good. It's pretty good now. Not bad. Not bad. If you will. Not, not bad. bad. Not bad. Not bad. Um, uh, one of the other things I was reading about um, games right now is uh, like just independent game costs. There's this little game that um, we really loved that came out last year called Papa and Yo. And it's mm -hmm. actually coming out um, for Steam right now. It was out on PS3. Um, I'm not sure if it was out on Xbox. I just know that they... I don't think it is. I think it was just PS3. And they didn't... The amount of money that they brought in, they're really happy with. But they haven't brought enough in to actually recoup the costs of making the game. And so they're kind of hoping that when they release it in Steam, they'll finally break even. and mm -hmm. break some. But um, it's just like a bunch of little indie games. And I just kind of... I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> well, that also reminds me a lot of um, the visual effects industry because the visual effects industry is having problems staying afloat because they can't recoup their costs. Um, a lot of the smaller houses, I don't know if you saw the Oscars. Um, Might have seen those. Might have seen those. Uh, I think it was Blue Sky or the, the, the visual effects house that did the mm. special effects for Life of Pi won the Oscar for best visual effects 
out of all of the movies possible and at the same time we're going bankrupt right and they like did they close down completely or did they, they just lay yeah. everybody off yeah or? they have to they have to shut the whole place down yes. and this is like in a long line of um visual effects houses that are having shut down mostly because of uh exporting uh talent over, right. overseas or going to places like canada mm-hmm. uh, just relocating the whole staff so um you know ilm also just you know was ha- is having financial pro- problems even though they just got bought by disney um but they're shutting down their animation studio so it's like i feel like these two industries are having similar right similar financial issues so what do you think then of like the studios like double fine that is going to that are using kickstarter to kind of create their own things to kind of be like you know what we're gonna we're gonna get the money up front from fans and i think that works and i like i like independent studios that do that the problem that i do have is with um things like the veronica mars um kickstarter is that yes they raised the money but now they have backing from a large studio um in terms of marketing and uh distribution costs so i'm totally cool with with indie studios getting kickstarter funding to support their art um, but I think Kickstarter can also be a little bit sketchy when larger studios come in and also provide support. Yeah, no, definitely. Because then you're just paying for the game up front and then you're also paying for it to, you know, Yeah, I think the Veronica it. Mars um, is a, an exceptionally interesting uh, model, especially because it's one of the first big movie ones that's going to be happening. Right. Um, so I think we should be, I don't know, it should be, it'll be interesting to see what comes out of that. Um, so anyways, yeah. what, oh, one other thing out of, GDC that I thought was interesting. Um, did you see the new? Oh man, I really should have wrote this guy's name down. <laughs> you know him from Katamari. You know him from Pac-Man, and soon we will know him from Tenyawanya Teens. Ooh. Yeah, and um, they there was a Vine that came out the other day of um, the gameplay, and it's this crazy device with like one button on the left, and then like sixteen little knobs on the right, and you play them with your feet. So there's knobs. Well, I don't know if it's knobs as much as like buttons. It's like they're like these, the vine, the vine is six seconds long. Right. So it wasn't a lot. I would like watch it over and over again to try to be like, okay, so that's how it works. Like what is happening? <laughs> like what? Um, and the girl had super cute socks on with little smiley faces that kind of reminded me of the characters that are being advertised for the Tenyawanya teen. Um, but yeah, there's like one thing, your left foot looks like you can do one thing and then the right foot slides over 16 other um other things i don't know don't know really know much about the gameplay but i agree but that sounds like really difficult yeah (laughs) and i don't really want to own this for myself but i really want somebody to own one so that i can go play it and check this out so is it like a mashup of um ddr and like i don't know but other games it looked like they were standing they were sitting like because imagine like if you're it's just out in front of you and you're like sitting you're like kind of like lying back and you're sitting and you're just moving these things around with your feet. Like playing footsie. They're playing footsie with the controller. Wow. Getting a little fresh. <laughs> getting a little <laughs> fresh with the Tenyawanya teens. What's the game. Yeah. There's another game that you were mentioning um, that you don't use your hands. Well, maybe you do, actually. Oh, yeah. This is this one's amazing. And I'm just a little bit sad in a weird way that I can't really play. <laughs> um, there are these new P-controlled urinals. Hmm. That's right. P controlled urinal, <laughs> and they've actually they've, they're they're so they're advertising. So they're put into places like big like arenas or whatever. And while the urinals like right in front of the urinal, there's like a little video monitor like right at eye level. And while I guess while you're peeing, there's like sensors in the urinal to like aim and do different things, and you get points. And the points are apparently going to be broadcast. Like let's say you're at a like sporting event, but like a scoreboard somewhere. No. Yeah, and they're already happening in the UK, was what I read. And now they're being brought to America. Like, and apparently they've been in the UK for like six months to a year, or um, not totally sure on details. This but is both disturbing and fascinating at the same time. And yet I'm a little bit bummed that I'm like. Because I can't yeah, aim. We when can't, we're, we can't aim. We, when we aim. sit down, we're like, oh, it's just going to go in. We are aiming just to get go on. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not sitting at a, no. <laughs> sitting at a sporting event. No, no way. No way. Those things are filthy. So filthy. I guess the, the upside to that is that um, there'll be more effort to make sure that things stay... Yeah, yeah, maybe the cleaning crew will appreciate this game a lot, you know, and I'm kind of wondering, I'm like, people are going to be taking more pee breaks. I would. Maybe there will be less urine. be like, I got to beat my score. Yeah, right? I want to, I was the leader. Oh oh my God, that guy just beat me. Give me some water. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Who's got a beer? Beer me. I got to (laughs) win. 
<laughs> That'd be amazing. That'd be like a maybe there'll be like a line out of the men's room finally at a sporting event. Oh, like that would be not kinda... just like GDC. Well, well yeah, GDC. And yeah, MacWorld and CES and all those other ones. Where there's <laughs> yes. a line out of the men's room. Yeah, those no, are awesome for women. Those those are awesome for women. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, maybe. But maybe there will be. That'll yeah. be kind of interesting. So be controlled. Yes, adults. amazing. So yeah. So what else? What else have you read this week, Christy? Anything oh, else man. catch your eye? Well, we were talking about CG graphics, and I don't know how many nerds would be interested in this, but I did see a pretty disturbing uh, rendering of what Will and Kate's baby would look like. I I think I'm just over the whole 3D rendering of babies. Like I, so I didn't actually see the link in the photo, but part of me is imagining like you know when you go to like Santa Cruz Boardwalk. And there's like that yeah. photo booth, and it's the like this is what your baby will look yeah. like, and it's always terrifying it's with like a mustache. It's terrible. <laughs> I don't like it, and I I don't know. I guess it's, you can just expect that. I'm sure Kanye and Kim's mashup baby is coming soon, but it just I just the whole you know rendering of faces just kind of creeps me out a little bit. I don't know why people do it. Yeah, why I mean going back that? to like weird CG mouths. Yeah, it's like a weird. Yeah, yeah, and it's weird. And then how many? kids do you know that actually look like a mashup of their parents like exactly you're like yeah very few i did know one family where everybody everybody looked the same it was really weird like they were probably aliens now that i think Mm -hmm. about it there were like six of them they all there was like six brothers three sisters a mom and a dad a A, they were freaking huge family um it was either seven or nine kids there was just a ton of them and they all looked alike. like just put a wig on the girls and like growth and height like i'm i and the parents looked very, very similar, and so, but they were creepy. So it sounds like an episode of Twilight Zone. Yeah, speaking, of, I did love the Twilight Zone. Yeah, Twilight Zone was my one of my favorites as a kid. Um, so yeah, so I guess speaking of television, one other thing, like there was a couple, a couple things that came out, like. I heard that there's oh. going to do a new, they're going to yeah. do a Zombieland, the TV show. Yeah, Zombieland show. I guess it's um, Amazon is involved in this in some way um so like an amazon prime thing yeah so i may be just trying to capitalize exactly on the netflix popularity of house of cards but yeah it's uh i really liked the movie i saw it a few times but i'm not sure how long you can sustain a show about zombies since of course since we already have one which is walking dead (laughs) i was like wait walking dead's already on three seasons which we will get to (laughs) because i have a lot to say about walking dead that's right stay tuned for more about the walking dead (laughs) um yeah zombieland tv show will be interesting i'm kind of part of me wants them to be like have their home base at the carnival right but um only i I think i would watch that show if um what's his name's in it what's his name cowboy oh woody harrelson woody Woody harrelson yeah Yeah. If he was in that show, I would totally watch it. Definitely. Definitely. I don't think he's going to be on that show. Has he done TV since Cheers? Like, really? I'm sure Uh, he has. If you guys know the answer, tweet tweet us. us. (laughs) (laughs) Tweet us at Nerd Friday Show and let us know. Um, I'm sure we'll both probably just look it up on IMDb later, but we'd appreciate the tweets. Right. Great. Also, tell us um, your favorite Woody Harrelson movie. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Because I want to know, because my favorite is White Men Can't Jump. I don't know about anybody else. <laughs> White Men Can't Jump. Not Natural Born Killers. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not, um, I don't, actually, why can't I think of any um, others? The where you got Demi like, Moore and him and Demi Moore. Oh, yeah. The... Indecent <laughs> <laughs> like, Proposal. Yes, I'm like, our memories are amazing. <laughs> well, it's all the mold wine. Yes. Really, yes. what that is. We had, like... Hours of technical difficulties. <laughs> so this is not the first this batch is of mold. Hour three for us. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So well, yeah, let's just go ahead and talk about TV then, because I mean yeah. we're already there. Right. And uh, uh, the other thing, I guess the last interesting oh, link right, then right, right. that we saw was, and I think this is really a game changer personally. The HBO brings HBO Go um, to wait. So what is it? So they might so, offer it just for. So yeah, they'll. So HBO's CEO announced that they were thinking about bringing um, HBO Go to internet customers instead of cable or in addition to cable subscribers. So essentially, this is what we've been waiting for is that finally someone is willing to step up and provide the goods to people who just want internet. And who Show don't me the it. HBO. Yeah, just give me. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if we had an op- if I had an option, I would gladly fork over five bucks each for the HBO's, the Showtimes, 
the BBCs and the AMCs. Okay? Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't? Yeah, you're I, looking at like what's that, twenty bucks? Yeah, yeah I would pay twenty easy. bucks to get the shows I want. But then there's all those other like fledgling cable networks that like really rely on, you know. Otherwise, would you have, um, like, what is it? Not like, well, obviously there's sci-fi, but right. there's a, like there's like the Science Channel, and there's a couple other things. And that's and, fine. And I think that people are still going to subscribe to cable. Yeah, but I I do think this is uh I think it's a huge opportunity for HBO. I, I have quite a few friends that have become cord cutters. Mm-hmm. Um. Which is a really weird thing to say in this day and age, because I'm like, you guys, it's not like, like when I think of cord cutters, I think of people who are like, I'm going to get off the grid, man, yeah. and I'm going to get away from technology. I'm cancel my Facebook page. Yeah. Oh, sometimes I just want to. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Especially like, oh, it's, it's terrible. It's I am terrible. such a one-way street on Facebook. <laughs> I don't know. All these friends are like, didn't you see? And I'm like, oh, I don't, no, I, I didn't, didn't read it. Oh, I'm trying not to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I digress. Going back to the cord cutters, the, it's very interesting to me, um, because I do have quite a few friends that are complete cord cutters. They don't have cable. They've got like their basic television service. They've got their internet, the internets. They've got the internets on their computers and their their devices. And all of them would pay for HBO. Yeah. Every single one of them. Yeah. Until then, they just come to my house. So I don't know. Maybe I'd have fewer <laughs> friends if this happened. So. Also, I, I, seem, I tend to think that the way that cable is set up, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong by tweeting at us at Nerd Friday Show, um, that... We all pay into the cable subscription, and that money somehow gets divided amongst all of these stations. Am I right, or am I wrong? I honestly have no idea. I have no idea. I, I, but it must. It must. It must I don't get know, divided, right? That's so, why they're like, wasn't Dish was like, I'm going to cancel AMC yeah. and show them. Their, yeah. you know. So if they're getting like such a small cut of everyone's subscription, wouldn't it make more sense to just cut out the middleman and go straight for the people who actually want to watch it on the internet? Yeah, yeah. And then that way we can also watch it on our phones and our tablets and our computers anywhere. Right, because I'm 99% positive most of the people that are cord cutters are just finding it elsewhere. Because they're not waiting around for the season to come out. Like, I'm sure they'd pay for it. They'd pay for mm -hmm. the Game of Thrones season. They'd pay for the, you know, the Walking Dead season. But they don't want to wait for the whole season. They don't want to wait the next day for HBO. Especially, like, shows like Walking Dead and Game of Thrones spoilers yeah. like you have to stay off the internet if you don't get to watch your episode yep. um so yeah i'm sure they're not paying for it at all yeah. so this would make it legit and i think it's hilarious i mean not hilarious but you know cable companies are like uh, piracy is killing the cable industry but actually like people are still paying for these things they're still paying for cable and i know plenty of people who actually do that sort of thing and download it illegally um that would gladly pay for these types of shows Totally. And I mean, between um, Netflix and iTunes and Amazon and Hulu Plus, you still can't get all of the shit <laughs> you, you can't. want. And then I don't, like, I don't want to be subscribed to all of them. No, because then all it's more than a cable all. subscription. Yeah. Our, um, so we, we actually have cable. My husband and I have cable, I will say, because we're old people, I've been told. <laughs> For the record, I'm only in my early 30s. <laughs> we're not like super old people, but um, all of my 22-year-old coworkers, apparently I'm old because we have cable. <laughs> like, but um, for a while, like our so our, we have we have we have a TiVo, and it's right now like at eighty five percent full, and we for once like the TiVo broke, and I didn't know what to do because I was like freaking out because like on demand wasn't working, and That's how I am with the internet's yeah. not working, I just don't know what to do. Yeah, so our on demand didn't work, but I never cared because I TiVoed everything I needed. Then the TiVo broke, and I was like, I don't have on demand, I don't have TiVo, like. I was like, I was like, I don't care what you do. You will find me. You will find me Game of Thrones today. Right. <laughs> right now. Second. Um, yeah, I know. I freaked out. I freaked out. And But what, the reason I brought it up is like then I was like relying on Netflix and Hulu yeah. and Amazon Prime, which we had like everything. And I, just, I couldn't get it. I still had to had to find other ways. And stay off Twitter and stay off Facebook. And yeah. Stay off every other. I was like, I'm just going to hide in this hole yeah. and um, I'll wait till, the, till it's back. Um, but yeah, because otherwise things like Game of Thrones would get crazy spoiled. Yeah. So like season one, good old Ned Stark. Who, Ned Stark no more. Who like would have saw that coming? If you didn't watch that day... You were screwed. Yeah. And actually, I, I, have, I have a confession to make. I didn't watch that day. And I watched... Because um, I before I realized how many people were also watching, mm-hmm. um, I would like... 
Because I, I like the people I follow on Twitter. I guess they didn't really ever talk about Game of Thrones, so I didn't really know. Like, so I mean, they were like men shamed. No, I think they just. Uh, I like think afraid of nerd shaming. Maybe. Well, no, nerds. Nerds are start. Nerds were cool then. Like nerds are kind of way too cool now. But uh, yeah, like, nerds are pretty cool right now. That's what I tell myself. <laughs> nerds are pretty cool. <laughs> That's what makes us sleep a little better at yeah, night. Yeah, nerds. Nerds are great. But no, um, for whatever reason, like I think I was out of town. Or something, mm-hmm. and so I was like an episode behind, and like I got home really late that Sunday, and I was like, "Well, I'll watch it or something." And then I fell asleep on the couch. Yeah, I don't remember. All I know is that oh god, I I don't know why I sat on it. Like I think I was like two or three episodes behind because I like to I like to marathon it. Mm-hmm. I won't lie, I like to marathon it. But I've learned certain shows you can't. No, you can't just do it. And I I guess I didn't realize because I wasn't expecting anything quite this shock. I wasn't right. expecting anything on the Ned Stark level of shocking. And I waited, uh, like three episodes and then we were going to sit down and watch them. And I remember, um, entertainment weekly arrived. That's right. I actually get magazines because <laughs> I'm old. No, actually in this case, they just started arriving. They sent them to us for free. <laughs> like we signed up for another, like we found a thing online that was like all these free magazines and we signed them up and it wasn't even entertainment weekly that we signed up for. And they just started showing. And I was like, well, like this is all right. Did you buy it from like a Girl Scout? <laughs> I must have. I have no idea. No, it was free. It was a school <laughs> fundraiser. It was completely free. Like that's how I have like seven by seven. I also get for free. That's I don't, I don't know why, but now they make great, like I use them to hold my boots up actually. Oh. That's what I use magazines for. I use them to hold my boots up. Hi, every seven by seven. Hey, you. <laughs> you're great for boots. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I had Entertainment Weekly. I arrived, and my husband was looking through it, and he just like threw it across the room. And he was like, <laughs> "Don't touch it! Don't touch that magazine!" And I was like, "Why?" He's like, "We need to watch Game of Thrones, and we need to watch it now. Don't touch that." And so. Uh, I learned my, like, I, I learned from his loss. Um, he, he found out the hard way. No. Um, and, uh, yeah, so now, so now I don't, I don't hoard them anymore. And so that's why on Sunday night I will be watching Game of Thrones with my crew. Game of Thrones Holler. returns on Sunday. I'm going to a Game of Thrones party, actually a oh. viewing party. Oh. Um, it's, I think it's actually gonna be kind of lower key this time because it's Sunday and, you know, it's a school night. But um, be so much TNA showing. Right, but last time we went, the same folks I know. Shout out to CJ and the women's of Noe's house. <laughs> um, the last time I went to their house, they they went all out. We had the mold wine. We had turkey legs. We had like all sorts of crazy stuff. I think we're just doing pizza this time because we're oh. keeping it real. We're just like focus on what's important. Yeah, just stripping down to the basics. So. Uh, well, I mean, a, a good party is a good party. So we've actually um, planned out our own Game of Thrones viewing party decor and food on Pinterest, which you can find um, Pinterest.com slash Nerd Friday Show. Nerd Friday Show. So check that out for some viewing party inspiration. That's right. Christy brought us um, the recipe today. Yeah. And it is the fire and spice wine it's the fire and spice wine this is a uh original recipe that i crafted just for this occasion for tonight and sunday and it Um, is delicious you guys uh even if you're going to have a low-key game of thrones party you should definitely mull yourself up a batch of this fire and spice wine. yeah it's good and the recipe will be on the blog um, which is nerdfriday.com. Yeah. And if you just can't wait, can't, you're like away from internet, you downloaded this podcast. The basics are wine, wine, aniseed, cinnamon sticks, tangerine peels, uh, sugar, and, and just fireball whiskey. And that's the, the secret. Yeah. yeah. Hence that's the, the game changer. Fire and spice. Fire and yeah. spice. It's good. But uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I, there's just been so much happening on the internet about Game of Thrones recently. There's like, um, and we'll throw these links on the blog too, um, like, uh, Game of Cats, which I thought was amazing. Um, <laughs> this is a photo gallery of major characters in Game of Thrones and cats that look like them. No way. Yes. Are these cats in costume? These cats, some of them are in costume. Yes. That's like my favorite thing yeah. is animals in it's costume. It's good. And I think it was, um... From a site that I wasn't expecting. It's from GQ. GQ. Yeah. What? GQ. I can't believe it. Um, yeah. So, and then, of course, um, something else that I read regarding Game of Thrones is that they're, they, I don't know who they are, but someone is starting to breed uh, wolves, dire wolves. 
Oh, I saw that. Or actually. dogs that are like dire wolves. Yeah, it's like like your dire wolf. Yeah. get your own. Yeah, cuddly little wolves. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know how I feel about that though. I don't like uh, experimental breeds of wolves. I think it's probably dangerous. Probably wolf dogs kind of um kind of kind of kind of gnarly. They're gonna rip your throats out. Yeah. Turn into like you know Jason Bateman later. Yeah. Know, little teen wolf. No, sorry. Yeah, no, he was Teen Wolf 2. That's right, Teen Wolf 2. I was like, almost to be really embarrassed there. Keep it real. Keep it real. That's right. Come on, it's going to be hybrid and everything's going to be Jason Bateman. Come on. So from the the previews that I've seen and the featurettes that I've seen, I feel like we're finally going to get to see some major dragon action. Dragon! (laughs) Which I'm really excited about. (laughs) Because it's kind of been a tease, right? We've only got a few shots of them. Yeah, and there have been like baby dragons. Which seemed like they'd be kind of a cool accessory, baby right. dragon. Right. But I think they're putting the smack down. I think, you know, Daenerys is finally going to do something. Yes. I mean, let's let's be real. She's yeah. kind of just been wandering around. Yeah, I'm kind of like, can't wait for her to meet the yeah. other characters. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I read that when they film, I don't know about this season, because I've been, I've been actually trying to stay, ever since I oh, learned my lesson and try to stay spoiler free. Um, yeah, I'm not reading the books. I know like some people find that to be sacrilege, but I, I'm like, I'm enjoying the show so much. I'm a late fan. I mean, mm-hmm. I came into fandom uh, when the shows began, and so I'm kind of like, I'm going to let this unfold and be like excited and shocked by it. So um, yeah, I haven't seen too much about what's happening, but I did read once, um, first like season one and season two, that a lot of the cast members didn't really even know each other because they film in such remote locations so far away like they're filming in, in Iceland and they're filming in Turkey and they're filming in are they filming in Morocco, Turkey yeah I was Turkey, like I'm not like, sure where they're filming yeah, but far away from each other yeah. um so some of the cast members haven't even met so I can't I feel wait like she hasn't met anyone no I'm like I want I can't wait like I really want her to meet the people yep I want to see those dynamics play out as she kills them all with her dragons yeah <laughs> I want to see I want to see how her and Tyrion get along. No. That would be a good yeah. matchup, yeah. Right? I'd like to see that. I would. He'd I would probably, like to see that. He'll definitely flirt with her if that happened, I'm sure. Oh, why? Of course he's going to flirt with her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you think he's going to flirt, maybe. Maybe he might flirt with her. We'll see, you know. Or... But, but we have other shows coming up as well. Yes, we do. And this one, I think, is your specialty. Um, it's uh, okay. So I'm gonna. I, I am really excited. Uh, the new season of Doctor Who is starting on Saturday. I'm pretty excited, and I. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I'm, I'm not. I was not the biggest Doctor Who fan. Um, my husband, who's nerdier than I am, was the Doctor Who fan, and I just couldn't get behind it. I was just like this. This looks stupid. This looks stupid. I'm sorry. And like, especially when they came back, the the season with Christopher Eccleston, I'm like, this is such a BBC production. Ugh. Like BBC stages, BBC props, BBC like, and then obviously they're keeping it real and they're keeping the old school, you know, old school doctor, like the Daleks and stuff like that. They're keeping everything um, all the same sort of look and feel and special effects but i'm like god the special effects look they're so, so they're bad. so bad and they've gotten better because the budget's gotten better they've taken america you know like he's on the he's on, you know he's on cover of magazines and like and so um it's kind of their moment and the budgets are better but god the first season i was just like killed me i was just like this is bullshit i can't watch this yeah. <laughs> I, can't I, watched, I watched some of the first season and i was exactly the same way i was like i can't i can't do this right and christopher christopher eccleson's uh his doctor with like the leather jacket and he was just like too cool and there was rose and she was just like so british she's she so british <laughs> she was just like i mean she was meant to be she's meant to be like the british like your girl next door you know she works at the shop she's got the boyfriend and like but god i just i and the, the lighting yeah and i'm i'm a little bit of an anglophile just a little mm-hmm. bit and i couldn't even i couldn't do it i, just, I can't do this at all and um, what happened was then season two started with David Tennant, and I was like, oh. Change game. Yeah, and so then I would come home, and I would be on TV, and I'd be like, oh, what are you watching? Oh, Doctor. Okay. I'm like, oh, he's he's easy on the eyes. <laughs> he's easy on the eyes. Well, oh, just, now we're getting down to it. I'll just sit here and see what happens. <laughs> I'm going to read while you watch The Doctor, and then I would get like... 20 lines into my book um and then i realized that i was watching it and as i was watching i was like you know what i've been a fool this show is so fun it's just so entertaining it is just an it's an absolute good good romp and it's only gotten better and the you know i loved 
I loved, you know, the Rose dynamic was great. And, um, so were some of the other companions and, you know, I really honestly thought that when David Tennant left the show, I was like, okay, this has been fun. This has been a fun journey, but I'm going to, I'm going to get off this train now and I'm not into it. And, and Matt Smith came on board and he was just not as easy on the eyes to me. <laughs> <laughs> Although he did have his bow tie and bow ties are cool. Right, right. And, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to be over it. And then they introduced Amy Pond and Rory. And I was just, I fell in love with the show. Like it was obsessed. I was, I would look forward to it. I started like reading all the like things, like not, not spoilers. Cause I, like I said, I like to stay spoiler free, but I'd be like, read like people's crazy theories on like what's going to happen and what this means. And, and I just, I just really fell in love with the whole like mythology of the show. And I started going back and like watching, I even went back and watched the entire Christopher Eccleston season. <laughs> like even though the, the special effects kill me, <laughs> they just kill me and I cry a little your heart. and I'm like, Oh, like when people ask me if they should watch, I'm like, Oh, cause I know you're going to start at season one and then you're not going to get it. Is it okay to skip, just completely skip over season one? Because you, I've gotten like four episodes in and I just don't want You know, I... So that's how I did it. I skipped over season one. I saw like a couple episodes. Mm -hmm. If you, it's not doing it for you, go ahead and skip to season two. Okay. Or even skip to, I'd say skip to when Matt Smith stars. Like, mm. it becomes such a different story. And each companion that joins the Doctor is so interesting and so different. And it just changes everything. Like, their dynamics change, their relationships. Some of them have like a romantic tension. Some of them have just like clearly a buddy-buddy thing. And... Um, this was an interesting one because they were a trio. Um, that said, they're gone now. And with tomorrow's, um, or Saturday's, Saturdays, Saturdays, although you're going to be hearing this on Nerd so Friday. Tomorrow. So on Saturday, <laughs> well, this time math, it's all, uh, it's getting all timey-wimey. We are time lords. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, with Saturday's episode, um, they're introducing a new companion. And I'm really excited because she's been in a couple episodes already. We've seen her... Um, God, I wish I knew the names of the episodes, but we've seen her once when she was on the Dalek. Uh, now it is Dalek and Dalek, not Dalek. Dalek. Yeah, the Dalek. 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 Um, um, no, it's not Dalek. It's the Daleks. And she's been on the Dalek prison that she was there and she was kind of guiding them through. And then we saw her again at the Christmas episode. And in both of these episodes, she actually dies. And she's in different times. And so now there's just like all these theories on like, who is she? Is she the doctor's daughter? Is she River Song incarnated? I so many questions. don't know what to even think. And every time somebody tells me their theory, I'm just like, oh my God, you just blew a whole nother hole in my space time continuum. Um, so yeah, so what if you've got any theories that you think we should know, give us a, give us a tweet. Give us a holla. Yeah, holler at us. Holla at us. Holler at your girls. Know. Um, but yeah, uh, doctor, the doctor, I'm pretty excited. The and, and, um, if you want to have a doctor who party instead, if you're like game of Thrones sure. on that, um, we also have a Pinterest board at pinterest.com slash nerd Friday show. That'll give you ideas for a doctor who party, including sonic screwdriver pretzel sticks what? What? and a drink that we tried earlier today called the sonic screwdriver, um, which we kind of, uh, adapted to make our own and you will see that on our instagram later yeah and, and the recipe will be on the blog on the blog and it's pretty it's really pretty it's kind of cool yeah let's and be honest so. all right not to toot our own horns but toot, toot. it looked pretty good but yeah so um what else we got going on oh so we have a few other shows happening this week um i don't know should we talk about revolution I, oh god revolution i don't know this is like, this is gonna be painful you guys just like, to let you know so if you're a fan of revolution um just bear with us and and if you are like tell me why because yeah. i'm like christy and i i'm 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 closer to you than christy is like i'm kind of on the fence i'm like this show has potential it could do so many cool things but why do i feel like i'm watching xena warrior princess <laughs> like, such just has i totally agree with you it has major 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 potential it's kind of like the first season of heroes when you get oh, really excited about it and you're like oh my god first season of heroes was better that first, first season right. of heroes was right. so first good season of heroes was better but then it just like totally tanked and yeah. went the wrong direction i feel like oh god it's just almost it's just right there where it could be good yeah but the premise that's 
think it's a it's, it's kind exciting. Of a, it's a personal nightmare. I think yeah. it's a nightmare for a lot of people. Like, what would we do? Not not just the fact that you don't have the internet, but like all electricity and everything. Yeah, I that's mean, pretty much hell. I don't know how to farm. <laughs> like, I certainly don't you know live how in to. San Francisco, Christy. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me you don't have a bee colony in your no, backyard? I don't. <laughs> oh, I thought I was the only one. No, without the bee colony, I just um. Yeah, I think that's really the only thing we could say about that. And I, no, wait, there's one more thing. I hate that that guy worked for Google. <laughs> Do you remember? Do you even know? Yes. That? Like, I hated that <laughs> yes. so much. It's like, well, I used to work for this company called Google. And I was like, <laughs> you may have heard of this company. You may have heard of Google. Really? Yeah. I don't know. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. But but at the same time, I, I want it to succeed because I... I want it, I don't know, I want it to get better. Like, you know, maybe it's the Christopher Eccleston season that they're having. Maybe they're just, maybe we've got bigger <laughs> budgets. Because, like, right now, although they blew up a train, they've done all this other stuff, so I guess their budgets must be pretty big. They're just not doing, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. If you if you are a huge Revolution fan, please let us know why. Because I'm, I'm, I'm willing, I'm willing to give it another try. But uh, but especially after that long hiatus, I, I, don't, I don't think I need to... I think I can kick it off the TiVo queue. Yeah, I'm not sure. Who's, yeah, who's coming back? Who else? Raise your hand on Twitter. Yeah, say the room. The room. The hands here are down. The hands here are way down underneath the table, even. Um, but yeah, the the other shows, the other geeky show, and this, this is actually really interesting to me because I'm part of me is like, if this wasn't a comic book, if Walking Dead had not been a comic book, would it be a geeky show? I don't think so. Yeah, like it's like all like big nerd, big geek cred. But I mean, it was a comic book, but it's it's a zombie film, you know. Or it's a zombie show. It's essentially like blood and guts and gore. And whenever they try to do character development, the audience goes, "No, it's boring now. <laughs> show us the zombies. Please, I need zombie bones, zombie guts." I feel like there are a lot of things wrong with the show that forces me to hate watch it every week <laughs> oh, um, and if you guys have heard of this hate watching phenomenon i it's think that's where, what i do to revolution <laughs> yeah where you watch a show that you know you hate just to see the kind of bullshit that happens on the screen <laughs> so for example um i i tend to think that if you if you have some sort of reality you should follow the rules of that reality for example zombies are loud and slow and you know make noise as they're walking so when andrea hides in the woods from the general as she did a few episodes ago leans up against the governor, a tree you mean or the sorry governor. The governor sorry the governor You're absolutely, this mulled wine is <laughs> delicious. My brain. um she, she leans up against a tree and she's all alone but then suddenly there's five zombies like out of nowhere <laughs> that's just, not and she didn't hear them coming she didn't hear them coming they were just she silent. was surprised and there was silent two zombie. in front of her and one behind her that, that's the problem with that show i think especially <laughs> after the farm season where people where they were on the farm and the, the audience um the feedback from the audience was very much like we're bored like this is like we don't care about their relationships show us the zombies i think now they use it as a crutch like anytime totally. there's like a potential for a quiet moment they're like zombies we can't lose the audience they're gonna change the channel and like yeah. But is that due to the fans or is that just because they can't figure out a good storyline? Um, I think I think it's the writers reacting to what they think the fans are they going to think, do. Exactly. Because you know, I, I think, think they were hurt they were like caught off guard by how annoyed people were before, yeah. so now they've gone like the complete like one eighty to mm-hmm. the other side and um, one of my favorite episodes from this season has been the one where um, the governor and Rick meet up in that barn, and then they show those little vignettes of um, the other people kind of talking to each other and developing relationships. Mm-hmm. There were very few zombies in that episode, but until and yeah, until. <laughs> but I think that was a really good one because you know it showed different sides of the characters, right? But instead of leaving it as just the characters, they immediately were like. Oh, now we'll zombies. have the zombies. And on one hand, it's like, okay, now this, these teams can work together to right. get rid of the zombies, which is kind of nice. It gives you, like, a little glimpse of what could happen in the future. Like, if they do start attacking each other, will they sort of feel that connection? Will they not? Will they not? Will they give a crap? like, wait, I saved you. I talked saved to me. you the other day. We were actually we, nice. We did this together. Um, maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah, Walking Dead. Like, I, I, I like it. I'm a fan, but I... 
it's a turn off my brain kind of show. Turn off my brain, watch the brains splatter everywhere. But uh, I was reading this article a while ago, and I apologize, I can't remember where I was reading it. Um, And it talked about how we as a society are getting to the point where we nitpick television shows and we nitpick details like we're so detailed and we're like we can't just suspend belief and i'm fully guilty of it because walking dead did this the other day or the other week and it just really irritated me the episode where rick goes back with rick and his kid and and like they go back to their hometown back to the hometown which was apparently like a couple hours away from the prison which I find it really hard to believe because Rick is a sheriff. He was a sheriff. He was a cop. Rick was a cop. He was in law enforcement, he and he had no idea that this... have known that this fucking prison was there. <laughs> I'm like, how did you not? Know? Like, when he sees the prison, he's like, oh, this is a prison, oh, man. My God. We but can I'm finally all... get a prison. We can live here. And he doesn't know the name of the prison. He yeah. doesn't know anything about this prison, and they're so like away, far away from everything. And now, all of a sudden, because it was like a nice thing to do for the writers they yeah. were like hey we need to get that guy back to like explain yeah. this to like let rick know like yeah, and also see. develop the fact that michonne is one of them yeah and like to have like you know carl have where's carl, where's carl? Oh, oh that kid <laughs> like, oh. like carl to uh get you know be like oh michonne michonne's cool they went back to their hometown which is just, you know, short drive away. Yeah, and like you know, just Another ten deal. minutes down the road. Oh, that made me so angry. And I'm I do so believe glad you noticed that because I was <laughs> screaming at the television, waving a fist in front of the television no. screen. This makes no logical this makes sense. No sense. And you have you have pushed my boundaries of belief suspension. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't, couldn't do it anymore. Like that that bothered me. That said, I'm you know, I'm curious to see what's gonna We're happen. I'm gonna watch governor. it. We're still going to watch it. I can't believe Andrea didn't just kill that dude when she Come had the chance. On. Come on, seriously. Is she not the worst character on that TV show? Who was the worst? Oh, well, I thought it was, uh, was it Merle, Daryl's brother, right? Oh, anyway. I, I had a feeling was. that he would try to redeem himself at yeah. some point. But, honestly, I just, Andrea is the worst. <laughs> she has, she's just going, just floating around. Yeah. Just being a, she has a warm no, body. Yeah, she has no... This, I don't see her no point drive. of view. Yeah. I don't see her point of view as a character. I don't no fully purpose. get her allegiances or her... Is she just an observer of everything? Yeah. And if so, that's not very interesting. Yeah, no, I mean, because, like, clearly she had a good rapport with our farm friends. Like, she right. had the farm. They've got all this history. Then, you know, she went through the winter with Michonne. They've mm-hmm. got their history. Like, we don't really know too much about them other than they were very close and relied on each other. And now she's got the governor. I'm like, really? Is she just throwing all this away because she just, like, wants to get laid? Yeah. She's like, she's like, get me to the bone zone. <laughs> <laughs> get out of here. Oh, man. And then, but, you know, and then she got her bone on and I still don't, I'm like, okay, no. What's happening? There's she other... knows what's, what, I mean, she saw for her with her own eyes what he is capable of yeah. so I don't understand why I mean he must have some serious skills in that department skills he must man with that around. she's got a thing for pirates for pirates <laughs> got that one eye yo yeah. ho ho bitch yeah I don't know but yeah so those are those are the nerdy things that are happening right now I mean I'm, I'm a little a little uh, you know fringe ended Last season, I did like that show. I I won't lie. Um, You know, there were a couple. There were quite a few episodes that were like filler, but I did. I I did enjoy. I really, really liked the first few seasons. The Mm -hmm. last couple seasons kind of lost me a little bit with the whole time changing and and I don't know. Yeah, I'm a sucker for time. Timey wimey. Obviously, I am too. I just I think I just got lost. Got lost. It's fair. It's fair, and I think it's very different from the first couple of seasons. But as a whole, like it, you know, it, it had a satisfactory ending. I wouldn't yeah. say it was like an amazing ending, but it had a satisfactory ending, and I was glad they were able to like take that show out, you know, like yeah. in, a, in a high, you know, in a good way that they it's did. It's always good to end a show on a high note. Yeah, or at least just be able to end a show. Just, yeah. <laughs> versus like just shows have that... an exit plan. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> like always my my biggest fear of television shows is like getting really involved mm-hmm. in a show and having it just like not like just get canceled you know and you're like but i don't know what happened yeah like carnival did you ever see carnival oh i loved carnival yeah, yeah i loved that I, show i was it's just like they blew all this yeah big time big time big time can't deal um when i was a lot younger fox had this show called vr i don't know if you ever saw I it. it i don't even think it lasted a full season 
But for whatever reason, because I was like a nerdy kid and like there was like a hot chick going into like virtual reality, it probably lasted like two or three episodes. I'm not even 100% sure it was called VR, but it was something like that. And I just remember being like, wait, the show disappeared. It ended. I think that was like during the during the beginning of the X-Files, like right when the X-Files mm. was starting to do well, they were like, oh, what, sh- what can we pair mm-hmm. it with? Mm-hmm. It was, um, you know, along the same lines of like kind of like Dollhouse recently. Oh, where right. it was just like, you know, not an amazing show, but kind of fun and like wouldn't mind seeing, oh, but done. Like, never mind. Like, just like another Joss Whedon show, um, Firefly, which is a classic example of shows that are killed before their time. Killed before their time. Um, I, I won't lie. I've actually never seen Firefly. Oh, I am no. a brown coat. I identify brown coats holler. Um, I don't even know what that means. Yeah. I feel like I just like, we have like, we should have these charts of like how nerdy we are. And I just like went down like 10 points maybe. I'm going to have to redeem myself it's, here somehow. It's a really good show. There's only like eight episodes. Yeah. So. I think it's just, I missed it when it was on and it's just one of those things that's like been you in the queue. to like in like a day. Yeah. Okay. Next time I'm sick. Marathon. 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 <clears throat> Feeling a little <clears throat> queasy. Maybe, we'll, maybe that'll happen tomorrow. Tomorrow. Um, yeah, but so what other what other shows then were you into? Oh man, um, you know, re- you know, like recently, more recently, obviously, is Firefly, Battlestar, X Files, all of that stuff. But um, check, check, yeah. check. It's like the nerd checklist. Yeah, but if you want to go back, like into yeah, the past, what were what are your top or your fave television nerdy television shows? Like the shows that made show. you a nerd. Like what okay. made you a nerd? Well, I. Remember watching Three Two One Contact? Yes, every weekend. Yes, I loved that every show. Every yeah, I could. Loved that I show. I thought that show was Three, the coolest. Three Two One Contact. Contact. Yeah. yeah. Um. Of course, Bill Nye was one of my favorites. Oh God, the science guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's this? But what's he doing right now? I want to say he's doing something cool. Like I, I don't know, but I think he's on Twitter. Yeah. I think he has I, a lot of followers on Twitter right now. I, I like. Well, I kind of want to look this up. Yeah. <laughs> like, Bill Nye. Bill Nye, the science guy. Um, Bill, if you're listening, say hey. Bill, hey Bill. Uh, but I don't know if you ever saw this show called Ghostwriter. I oh, think it was a Canadian show. I I never seen it, but I have people who tell me a lot how uh, influential it was on them. I tell us about this. Show. Yeah, so it's about these like kids, these city kids, who have um, you know they're they're all friends with each other, but they have this ghost mm-hmm. who helps them solve mysteries whoa um through <laughs> like opposite of scooby-doo yeah <laughs> like, through words like so he'll write things and the whole show is about writing and there was this one girl that i identified with and she was like a songwriter and she would write these songs and just i i don't know the whole show was about writing and it definitely made influence me on wanting to be a writer but it, i think it was like the nerdiest show that I thought ever existed, and I didn't tell anybody that I watched it. No way, really. You were like a secret yeah. ghostwriter. Like, this ghostwriter. Did you ever like so leave much... a typewriter out and yes. hope a ghost did away? <laughs> like, did you? Do you have siblings? Did they ever just mess with no, you? No, no, no. No one knew I, I watched it. I would have messed with you. Yeah, but um, it definitely influenced my my youth. Oh, that's awesome. And then, what, was that a, like a PBS thing? Yeah, I think it was on PBS. Oh, God. I think it was a Canadian show. Canadian. Yeah, they had like a bunch of those. Yeah. Um, my favorite PBS show when I was a kid was, um, did you ever see Square One TV? Oh, yeah. Square One TV. I freaking loved MathNet. Like the episodes that had MathNet, I would just be like, drop everything. I'd hear the music. Cool. And then, yeah. And then MathMan. It was like Pac-Man. He was yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mac-Man, Mac-Man. God, I loved those shows. I loved that show. That I think it was like in the, in the late 80s. Those of you who were not yet born in the 80s, you should Google both uh, mm-hmm. Square One TV and... Uh, Two One Contact and Ghostwriter. Ghostwriter. Yeah, the other one that I really nerded out about was Out of This World. Oh my god, I wanted to just put my fingers together all the time and be like, why is time not stopping? I was convinced I was an alien, and when I turned 13, I put my hands together and it did not work. I was so upset. I was so upset. Just need time to stop. Yeah, Evie, Ethel, Garland. Yeah, the one thing I thought was really weird, and even as a kid, um, I guess my aesthetics uh, expected a lot, I was like, that box that she talked to her dad in <laughs> is cheap. It is so cheap. <laughs> it's so bad. Um, it was paired. It was always paired. They were always back to back, at least where I grew up, mm-hmm. um, with the syndication that was on was always paired with Small Wonder. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, the girl yeah, that was yeah, like a yeah, robot, yeah. which in hindsight is really creepy. Like, yeah. Really creepy. He's like, I built this girl. She's going to live with us. so ahead of its time. <laughs> <laughs> she was a robot. <laughs> I wonder what happened to that girl. Small Wonder Girl, if you're listening, tweet at us. We got to look tweet that at up. us. Small Wonder Girl. Yeah, tweet at us, Small Wonder Girl. At Vicky. Nerd Friday show. Um, yeah, yeah, those two. They were like, it was like an awesome block of 80s. Yeah, out of this world. God, that was awesome. Um, one of the shows I really liked as a kid was uh, Quantum Leap. Yes. Yeah, I really loved Scott Bakula. And I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I just, um, I think one of the reasons I really liked it was it was like technology, but technology gone wrong. And yet he had to like, it like, it like had a big heart. So like, obviously like grandparents and everything loved it too. So it really wasn't about technology. Although there was Ziggy with his cool, like a clearly yep. like an iPhone <laughs> like back in the day. Um, yeah, I just thought that was just like the coolest thing. It was a really good show. Yeah. Um, I actually caught a few episodes recently on a ca- one of those small cable networks whose oh. names I don't remember, but, uh, cable. but yeah, I have cable and it was like, there was like an episode and I caught like the last 15 minutes of one and I was like, I still love the show. And it went straight into another episode and it was like two 30 in the morning. And I was like, do I, I could just stay up and watch it because I felt weird TiVoing it. I felt like I don't really need to watch this. <laughs> I could maybe stay up and watch it. I think I, I tried. I think I fell asleep, but it was because it was late, not because it was a bad show. Um, yeah, I love that. I love you know, eighties shows um were bad, but so so good. Like how bad? Like like to the point of maybe they were so wacky ideas because everyone was doing so much coke that they yeah. were like <laughs> they were like, you know what's gonna be awesome? I didn't think about that angle. If there was a teenager, no, a preteen, dude. A preteen <laughs> who was a doctor. A preteen doctor. <laughs> Very own he also blogs. Yes. And he was, he was like the first, first blogger. blogger. Seriously. He, Doogie Hauser, I love you. Doogie, I love you, Doogie. Um, yeah, like, yeah, that was, that was the best. Yeah, and he blogged. That, that always blew my mind. Yeah. I always wanted to keep an online diary back then, too, but, and we had a computer. I just thought, not, I guess I didn't even know it was an online diary. I just wanted to keep a diary. Yeah. But I a just remember, diary? but I just remember thinking my siblings would be able to read it. Yeah. Or my parents, and that was even weirder. See, and now we want parents and <laughs> i'm like now i want you to read just this read it just read it but back then you guys didn't want to know what was going through my head back yeah. then well maybe we did maybe maybe, maybe it'd be like i hope that someday when i grow up i can have a talking car like kit from night Rider. Uh, that's what i want a car i can't wait till i'm 16 i'm have a talking car um, i just want to know where my floating car is that's what i want to know floating car yeah. yeah yeah i actually really want the brief the car that turns into a briefcase Oh, like in the Jetsons, like it's yes. like the floating car. Wouldn't that be convenient? And it's like just in a briefcase, and then the Jetsons was another yeah favorite show future technology. Um, I loved how they didn't have to shower. They just yeah, hopped into a tube, got their breakfast on their way. Where's Matt Future? Oh. Me, where's my Rosie? Oh my God, Rosie, Rosie, I need you. I need yeah. help, Rosie. <laughs> Rosie, you'd turn around, you'd walk in here and just walk right back out, Rosie. Um, uh, yeah, so any other, any other shows? Um, besides Power Rangers, you know, Oh man, Power Rangers. Rangers. I was a big Power Rangers fan. Also, another show that I kept to myself. I feel like you were a little old for Power Rangers, weren't you? I was a little old for Power Rangers, which is why I kept it to myself. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Well, in that case, since you're outing yourself as a Power Rangers, I will go ahead and tell you that I was a Pokemon. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, and that's even older. (laughs) Oh, Yeah. Pikachu, Pokemon, I choose you. Pokemon, I feel like, um, defies, um, you know, age limits, though. Yeah. I know a lot of adults that are into Pokemon. Right, and they're coming back. It's really weird. We, yeah. I was just at a seven-year-old birthday the other day, and we thought we would be we would have killed it with the Lego set that we brought. And apparently, we, we did. It was, like, afterwards, once he realized what he got, it was like, oh, crap, this Lego set's amazing. But on the day of, it was the Pokemon cards. I was like, really? We could have bought you $3 set Pokemon <laughs> cards. <laughs> Amazingly happy, but yeah, Pokemon. Um, but that is uh, that goes into animation and stuff. We'll right. talk about that another day. That'll be a whole other episode, whole other time. All right. Well, well, let's... since we're on the subject of eighties mm-hmm. um, shows, I've um, picked up this book called uh, Ready Player One. Great. That's like the greatest title. Yeah, it's such a good title. Amazing. I mean, the title definitely got me, but. Um, it has a lot of references to 80s 
pop culture and 80s TV shows and movies and video games and events and everything that happened in the 80s, which um, I obviously am really into because I grew up in the 80s. But um, I'm, I'm I think gonna... it's really like I've, I've actually already read it. I read it last uh, I read it last year, I read it um, probably around like October, or November. And I like fell in love with it and I like wanted every single down. friend of mine, especially anybody that has an affinity towards 80s culture to read it i'm like this book is amazing it's really good i'm only on like chapter five but um it's super good so we were thinking that if um you guys wanted to get in on the ready player one action we would just assign some some homework i mean some homework yeah we went nerds to are really good at homework yeah they always turn it on time good grades um so this week we are asking you to read ready player one with us and um we'll chat about it next week Okay. Yeah, chat about Ready Player One and some other other nerdy books that some we love. Nerdy tomes. Nerdy tomes. Um, check and... them out with the fancy word. <laughs> I'm just like, book. I told you, all the kids caught up. Yeah. yeah. Um, so as you're reading, tweet your thoughts. Um, hashtag Nerd Friday at Nerd Friday Show on Twitter. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about it next week. And uh, one other piece of extra credit, if you will. Go ahead and watch Dune. 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 Give it a watch. All right. Um, and this has been the very first episode of Nerd Friday. So glad you could join us. All right. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. It's okay to stay in. Hey, you can stay in. It's all right. <laughs>